0: want to meet the puppies? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. Let's
1: leave it- this is the Canines for Camo podcast, episode 12. I'm Lisa Hamblin.
0: So what we have is a registration, $20 per vehicle, 100% goes to Canine for Camos.
1: In our last episode, we took you to the Show Me Jeepers event. So really, you have to really plan on if you're going 20 miles an hour, how many jeeps you have. While I was there, a woman approached and introduced herself.
0: Hi. Don't tell me to introduce myself. Jessica, I've done Remington, Ghost, and Gotter. Oh, I donated them.
1: You donated them? Yeah, I'm the one that trained them. She was one of the participants who signed up to run her Jeep along the back roads, but she has a much deeper concern for the charity we represent. First
0: dog I donated to Canines for Camo, which actually introduced me to the program, um, was Remington. Uh, He's a dog that I was I heard of from a friend of mine chained out on a chain, had mange. Um, she was like, well you rescue dogs, you have fosters. Could you talk to him or you know, get him and train him and see what he could do. Um, and he was such a good dog. I didn't want to put him in a you know any type of rescue or anything like that. So I looked up local programs and I found canines for camo on a brochure of all things, like just laying there on the table and I was like, hey, rescue dogs rescuing people, okay. Um so I went to talk to John and uh, taught him the situation and he evaluated him perfect candidate so he went to the program and uh, he was like, you you know if you find anybody any other dogs like let me know. Yeah. but I came from an area I live in the rural area, so we get a lot of dumped dogs yeah. and it's it's been exciting to see the dogs transform from you know something scared, unsocialized, not really having a purpose to... You know, having a purpose.
1: Jessica Mooney wants to serve as a trainer.
0: The dogs have always been my passion. I've always trained dogs. I've always trained my friends' dogs. Like I'm I'm like, oh, I know what your dog's problem is. Let me let me see what if I can do if I can fix it.
1: As a nonprofit, most of our donated money goes to training. Sure, inmates do the task training for free, but once a dog is released from prison, trainers will get that dog ready to perform in public and that costs money.
2: We just Uh, are looking for help.
1: Canines for Camo founder, John
2: Lopez. In the beginning, we had several trainers that didn't have dogs. So they were constantly taking service dogs home, working with them, taking them in public, taking them everywhere with them, right? Now our trainers all have dogs. And so to get the one-on-one time they need, they're leaving them at holiday. They're leaving their personal dogs there that night so they can work with the, the service dogs. And, uh, we just don't have enough bodies right now. You know, we should be spending a lot more time with researching our dogs, taking them through many more things before we say yes and let them in the prison. Um, and we need more trainers because the behavioral part of it is the harder part in the prison. They can train all of the task training, you know, uh, opening doors, turning on lights, all of that stuff. And, In that situation there'll be no issue with it because they've worked in that situation a long time but if you have a fearful dog let's say they go in public and they're scared of something none of their task will matter to them because of the behavioral issue you know if they're too nervous to even think right they're not going to be trying to turn the light on and so i think that's what we're seeing with a couple of the dogs coming out now which we've never seen before is uh, before the dogs would come to Halliday and of course I was there when I owned Halliday and so I would be able to test them myself. You know now we're having rescue groups say yeah we think this one's the right energy so we'll send them to the prison and by the time they've been in the prison we realize they're not going to work out then uh, we've wasted a lot of time.
1: John doesn't mask his frustrations. Raising enough money to hire trainers keeps him up at night.
2: We've tried three years to work on volunteers and it just doesn't work the way we had hoped but really it's going to be commitment because we've had over 50 people say, sign up to want to be a trainer. And right now, Rebecca, Rebecca is the only one who took the next level. Mm. So uh, I don't know if we're not putting it out well enough or people don't think, you know, think it's just volunteer. We could pay them if it's worth it. You know, whatever is, is worth it is worth it. Mm. Because without me right now, we would probably be spending 3000 every two weeks on an actual trainer You know, no one's keeping dogs for free. These trainers nowadays train 3,000 for for a week, some of them.
1: That's why someone like Jessica is an important find. It's been exciting to see the
0: dogs transform from, you know, something scared, unsocialized, not really having a purpose to, you know, having a purpose.
1: She already has passion for training.
0: They just want a job, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the dogs' problems is just that they're understimulated.
2: Anyone can be a trainer. A trainer is just a transfer of knowledge. And once we show what to look for and how to train and things like that, uh, it's possible for anyone. Um, uh, Just like the dogs, I think that there'll be some trainers that work out and some won't.
1: Hi, guys. (laughs) At the Show Me Jeepers event, Jessica wanted to show me something in the back of her Jeep. So that's Sheriff.
0: She's the only female. And that's Cowboy. And they're oh, Pipple Mastiff mixes.
1: Like you play ice cube. Yeah, they play do. Ice cube.
0: Cowboys. A, he's a personality. I, I want to get him uh, with a veteran that really likes to go in water. He sits
1: in the water dish.
0: Okay. <laughs> like he'll literally. You're I had right. to put ice in it because if I put water in it, he'll sit in it. And um, you
1: have more than just this.
0: I have three more left. So these puppies. These are my neighbor's puppies. Uh, she lost her home. Her husband ended up going to jail. Um, And uh, she asked me, she was like, I know you like dogs. Can you find a home for my dogs? I was like, well, these puppies, I evaluated them. And I don't work with puppies. This is the first time I've worked with puppies. Okay.
1: Um, But they're so well behaved. Jessica Mooney has good intentions. She wants to be part of something that will save more dogs and give them a life they deserve. John Lopez wants the same, but he needs to clone more people like Jessica many times over.
2: So really the only way to make this work long-term where, you know, I'm not spending 40 hours a week on the nonprofit and, you know, all my business is trying to run those at the same time. It's getting, it's getting to a point where before long before you came on the board, this has been the issue from the beginning where uh, we need more volunteers and someone to run the volunteers. Uh, we need four or five people to, go out and test dogs and make sure they work for the program we need at least 15 trainers I think uh, if we're not going to get our own training facility just because if the first 10 say no maybe the next five have an opening gotcha. you know so that's the problem is there's no good solution without more volunteers or more money basically.
1: Well, you guys are about to take off, so I don't mm-hmm. want to keep you. But I'm so glad you came up. Like, I've Look at me. these two. You guys, <laughs> you guys are so cute. And that's
0: how all of them are. I was just like, you guys are so well behaved. Yeah. But they're so good. I just gave them toys and I show them what they what I want them to chew on. They haven't chewed on anything that I don't want them to chew on yet. So. Right. That's great.
1: You must yeah. be a good trainer. Yeah.
0: They're lots of positive reinforcement. Yeah.
1: <laughs> In our next episode.
0: It's been a. It's been. Strain on the on the our marriage, but we're finally getting to a point where we're just, finally the VAs helping out enough, and out. We're, we're getting to see counselors. Oh, that's good. So that's it's been nice because otherwise, you know, she's got finally got to the point where she no longer asks what's making me feel anxious. She asks, you know, is there anything I can do yeah. to make you or help you? And that's a much more useful question, I think. Than,
1: that's good advice. Yeah. That's good advice.
0: Yeah, instead of, because oftentimes if it's generalized, it's, it becomes another point of anxiety. Like, I don't know, and that's bothering me even more.
1: This is a production of Canines for Camo, an organization that serves those who served us. If you want to learn more about Canines for Camo, find us on Facebook or our website caninesforcamo.org. If you liked what you listened to today, make sure and hit subscribe so you'll be notified when the next episode drops. We'll see you next time.